0: In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. What must I do to inherit eternal life? This is a question that is posed to our Lord several times in the Gospels. This isn't unique. A lot of people are interested in in the answer to this question for for good reason. Now, there are two ways of answering the question. One is, uh, you could say, theoretical, and the other is practical, How do you get to Washington, D.C.? Well, travel north-northeast and cross the river between the Cabin John Bridge and the Wilson Bridge. It's true. Leaves wide latitude for all the different ways of crossing the river. But how are you going to get to Washington, D.C.? Well, you need to go down Kirby. Well, actually, no, you don't. You want to go down Chesterbrook, and then Glebe, and then Chainbridge, and then Turn Right, and then you're in Washington, D.C. When we read the conversation with our Lord and this scholar of the law, and we read about the Good Samaritan, and we focus on the details of the story, and for good reason, it's worthy of that. Um, the discussion of how to get to heaven is worthy of considering the preeminent role of grace and sanctifying us and the work of the Holy Spirit. I want to focus on one little aspect of this conversation that comes up in other similar conversations. The man knew the answer to the question love God, love your neighbor. But in his particular case, there was something that was going to prevent him from being able to do that and be brought to heaven by God's grace. Mercy. Love for those whom he finds distasteful. Treating well those whom he thinks don't deserve it. In another situation, the Lord is asked the same question: "Good teacher, how must I? What must I do to enter into eternal life?" This is the conversation with the rich young man. We have an image of it—a large image of it—in the hallway uh, back in between the sacristies, where the lectors and sacristans, servers, and priests and deacons and seminarians and lions and tigers and bears. Oh my! Get ready for mass. A beautiful image, and the rich young man is able to answer the first kind of question satisfactorily. The Ten Commandments, and he's been living them. But the Lord says to him, but you go sell what you have and give your money to the poor and then come follow me. So it is not enough simply to know how to get to heaven. It is not enough to know the truth. We have to apply it to our life We have to change and conform our life to the nature of this mystery. When we listen to our Lord describe in detail what does this mean? What is this way of life? We hear Him. We must be baptized. We must be reborn into a new life. We must... Eat his flesh and drink his blood. We must take up our cross daily and follow him. The theory of getting to heaven is very simple do good and avoid evil. But that's a very difficult plan of action to follow. If in the confessional we regret our sins wonderfully, but have just a vague sense of how we are going to follow through on our repentance, it will be difficult to take the next steps forward. It must be concrete and specific. Being a Christian can never be generic. Generic. And when we understand the Catholic life to me, the, the belief and the practice of everything that Christ gave the apostles, everything that the Holy Spirit taught them and made possible for them, it's even that much more precarious. Because when you know you belong to the church that Christ founded, it's easy to become complacent. When you know that you received the sacraments that Christ entrusted to his church through the Holy Spirit... It's easy to lose your edge. I remember a priest telling me once, I know I'm going to heaven because I know I would never choose to go to hell. I prayed extra hard at his funeral. So with Our Lady of Mount Carmel being celebrated on Tuesday, I remind you Be specific and concrete. Make a personal commitment, not just to do good and avoid evil, but to live a way of life, to have a rule of life, to govern your life. The vast majority of saints have done so through some spiritual family, either as a monk or a nun, or in some other affiliation, as a third order Franciscan Benedictine. Dominican Carmelite is very popular, right? There's Opus Dei. There are many movements that help us govern and, and bring our life into a rule. And what's the purpose of the rule? Follow the rule, and you certainly will have followed Christ. Usually there's a habit that's associated with the religious order. They, they're accountable to each other. They have chapter of faults, not about their sins and their conscience, but about violations against the rule. It helps to be in this together with others. As children, perhaps we were given the brown scapular, brown First Holy Communion, and we've been wearing it as a blessed sacramental, which is beautiful. It's like wearing a cross or some other religious symbol. But its purpose is really to be so much more than that. Its purpose is to be the emblem of your commitment, your very specific promise. There's a ritual and you make a promise. And it's a pledge to be chaste and to be virtuous and specifically to pray every day quite a bit. The divine office or at the very least a rosary every day. And then that brown scapular is the emblem of this religious rule that is going to lead you to heaven if you're faithful to it. The St. John Youth Challenge is a perfect example of, of a specific commitment to govern our life every day in a concrete way. A way of making our Lord's Lesson, personal. As St. John Vianney was making his way through the countryside of France to Ars, where he would spend decades as the parish priest and the saint, he came across a young boy because he didn't know exactly how to get there. He said, young man, if you show me the way to Ars, I will show you the way to heaven. And he did. As a mom, as a dad, as an adult Christian, regardless of how old you are, people look to you to find the way to heaven. And we need to give them not just a the theory, but help in the practice. Because our road to heaven will be slow, if not impossible, unless our path there is also our leading others along with us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.